Welcome to the Flow State Performance Podcast. Created for those committed to mastery and success. Coming to you from Manly, Australia, we break down the science and philosophy of optimal performance so you can unleash your potential. Welcome to the Flow State Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor, and this is the podcast where you learn all about flow states, peak performance, and how to live with authenticity, how to live with freedom. In this episode, I talk to you about fear, actually the scariest day of my life, but I also talk about goal setting and a Japanese philosophy of the mind and of setting goals that helped me get out of a really sticky situation. Enjoy the show. Guys, I wanted to tell you about the scariest day of my life. I was snowboarding. I was on a flow state adventure trip, actually. I was snowboarding in Japan, and the conditions were unbelievable. Um, it's dream conditions. You're snowboarding with your friend. It's been snowing nonstop for a couple of days. And in Japan, when it snows, it really snows. So just imagine just like deep, deep, deep snow. It's just piling up on top of, it, on top of the other snow. So it's just deep powder. And uh, it was... We were snowboarding with a group of four or five of us and we were doing this sort of semi-secret kind of area, um, a little bit out of bounds. And we'd done this same similar run three or four times and on the last time, I kind of got lost. I lost my bearings. It was snowing so hard I couldn't really see. And I lost the group and I tried to like, I remember I was, I basically just thought, oh, I'll just carry on this way and then I'll be able to loop around. Um, but I ended up snowboarding into a valley um, and I got stuck basically on very, very low gradient stuff and uh, when, I unst- when, I re- when I came to a stop and I unstrapped my snowboard, I realized that the snow was so deep, like neck deep, and I couldn't actually move in this stuff. It was really, really, really difficult to, to move just even a couple of meters because it was like quicksand. And at that stage, I thought, oh yeah, it's, it's all good. Um, I'll just call my buddies. So I pulled my phone out. <laughs> I remember actually, I, pulled, I was like, oh yeah, 45% of my iPhone. Oh, I'll take a little selfie. So I took a little selfie of myself. And then I took this photo. And then, and then because the phone was cold or something, I just had like the spinning wheel of doom. And my phone just went from 45% to zero. And I had no way of getting in, in touch with anyone. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm probably not that far away from people. I've only snowboarded, um, you know, can't be more than a couple hundred meters uh, from where my friends were and they're probably waiting for me. Um, And I just thought, okay, I'll just work my way out. It's gonna be a lot of hard work, but I'm gonna like slowly crawl my way out of the snow. And I basically try to do this for, for for the next hour. I basically moved from probably about 10, 20 meters uh, it was such a struggle. It was such a struggle. And I realized, I, I got to a bit of high ground, and I realized that I was nowhere near, I couldn't see any tracks, any snowball tracks, and I was pretty far away from any of my friends. And it was a really scary moment. Um, I remember just feeling like this feeling of, I don't know where I am. They don't know where I am. It's late afternoon. I don't have much food. Um, it's really cold. It's going to get dark soon. Um, this could be like a long night. This could be like one of those sticky situations. And it was kind of one of those moments where I felt, I felt pretty nauseous. Um, and one of those moments where you're just like, 
you're just shit scared. Um, so what happened, I just want to talk to you briefly about, I won't, about what I learned from this uh, episode because quite clearly I, I got out of it. And um, I learned a thing or two about, about my mind um, and about goal setting and the most powerful way to set goals. So this is what I learned. So basically, when I was stuck in the snow, my, my overall agenda, my overall goal was to get the hell out of there. Um, within a certain period of time, like before it was dark, or before I got hypothermia, before I starved, before I died, my aim was to get out of there. So that was my overall goal. But every time I thought about that goal, I was terrified. It would put me in the state of fright, uh, fight or flight. I could feel the adrenaline pumping. Um, I remember feeling like, like nearly crying uh, and feeling like I just want to be with my friends. Um, I remember even like, I'm, I'm, I'm an atheist, I remember like praying um, because that's how scared it would make me when I thought about that overall goal and, and about how difficult it would be to get to that goal because I had no real knowledge, uh, I had nothing indicating to me that I would be able to achieve that goal, that particular goal, so it became like a very daunting goal and in, it was sort of a useless goal or a harmful goal. But what I learned was this, and I'd been studying a, a book about the Japanese samurai just the days before this trip, and I'd learned a term called zanshin, and it's a Japanese word that means, that translates to mind of no mind, or mind with no remainder. The idea of zanshin is that you become so immersed in something, whether you're learning how to throw a kick or whether you're learning how to do Japanese archery or whether you're learning how to cook an omelette. The idea is that you become so immersed in the process of achieving that goal that there's no mind left over to worry about the fulfillment or the achievement of that goal. So this is actually a very awesome concept and it's one that provides a totally different spin on goal setting and it highlights uh, I guess like the Japanese and also probably the Asian way of learning and goals, goal setting which is very different from uh, what we're taught in the, in, the, in the West which is all about smart goals, achievable, realistic and all that sort of thing. So with this in mind, with Zanshin in mind, um, I realized that I had, the way I was setting a goal, i.e. my goal was to get out of this situation and get safe and warm in my ski chalet with my buddies and feeling safe, that particular goal was leaving so much remainder of my mind for me to worry and be scared. So it was basically a useful, a, use, a useless goal, uh, a harmful goal. So what I needed to do was have that goal and release it and basically create smaller goals and create goals which had process built into them. Process which was going to take up my mind, which was going to absorb my mind so that there was no left over for the worrying about something. So in this particular situation, this meant for me, I had to release the goal of getting to safety and I had to instead focus on getting to that tree or getting to that particular landmark, getting to that high ground, um, moving just 10 meters over there, 
And I basically, I remember also setting myself the goal to develop the best technique I could at moving in the snow. And this involved like even distribution of weight across my forearms and across my shins and really like becoming a master at moving in really in neck deep powder snow. And it involved using my snowboard as a tool and I had like a real rhythm going by the end of it. And basically, I kid you not, once I had released the big goal, and once I had focused purely on the small goals, i.e. getting to that tree over there and refining my technique, perfecting my technique, I became so absorbed in the technique that I had of moving in the snow, it became all-consuming. And I became, re I became better and better at it. I got caught up in the rhythm of it. I remember singing myself a song. I remember like taking great pride in each step that I was taking and it might take me like two minutes to prepare for a step because I had to bash down the snow uh, before I could move and I remember taking huge pride in like feeling oh yeah that's a I've just done well that's I perfectly executed that particular uh, part of the maneuver before I moved on and I just focus on the step focus on the step focus on the stuff and when I got to my goal of the tree I would reward myself I'd chill out I'd relax for a few minutes and I remember feeling euphoria elation, pride, happiness, which is amazing because just minutes before that I was feeling fear, anxiety, overwhelm, complete panic. So I basically moved from complete panic to complete joy by just realigning my focus on the immersion into the immersion of the process of my goal rather than the goal itself. So I broke it down and I got super granular on the process of how to achieve that goal. And basically, to cut a long story short, because I became such a ninja at moving through the snow and because I had such joy about it, I started like steadily moving my way to safety. And I think it took me about three and a half hours um, of just moving. And I was singing myself songs. I was in a great state of mind. Um, I was sweating buckets, even though it was like minus 15 degrees. I burned a lot of calories, but basically I got myself out of trouble. And I remember snowboarding. I, I got to the bit of the hill where I could hear the, the ski lifts and I, Strapped, up, strapped in, snowboarded down to my friends. They were just freaking out, calling like ski patrol and thinking the worst things. And I just gave them the biggest hug and I was like, yes, I made it, I made it, I made it. Um, so what is, the, uh, what is the relevancy of this story to, to your life? Well, this is, this is relevant to any sort of goal. Say, for example, you have set yourself the goal to make a million dollars in the next five years. Well. If you obsess on that goal, okay, I need to make a million dollars in the next five years, million dollars in the next five years, that's the equivalent of me saying, I want to get to warmth and safety in my chalet with a glass of sake in my hand and hugs from my friends. It's like, yeah, of course, it's a bloody great goal to have. It's, it's a noble direction to head in. Awesome. Have a big goal. But it's also potentially useless to the point of being harmful. It doesn't actually do anything to have that goal. You need to break that goal down into mini goals and you need to say right what am I going to do for the next year what am I going to do for the next three months what am I going to do in the next month what am I going to do in the next day that's going to get me closer to that goal and then you need to take it a step further and immerse yourself in the process that will increase your likelihood of achieving that goal so say for example it's, it's, that, it's that million dollars well you'd think backwards what is my skill set what is my best way of earning a million dollars and you break it down to such a way that you are filling your day 
in such a way with the tasks that are going to most likely get you that million dollars. So you allowed yourself no room to actually think anymore about the million dollars. And this is a common, uh, in this samurai uh, Japanese book that I was reading, it talked about a story. Actually, the book's called Zen and the Art of Archery, I think. Um, and it talks about how the master who's teaching the student Japanese archery, they will basically um, set them a goal. They say, set a goal and release it. Release the goal. So know what you're aiming for but then release yourself from the idea that you have a target and focus purely on your technique. And this is what I think we need to do with big goals like earning a million dollars or saving the world or whatever it might be, building our business up to X, X and Y. We need to have that goal, make a note of it, and then completely let go of it, release it. And often we're releasing a lot of the ego energy around that goal. Release that and focus on the granular detail of how we're going to achieve that goal on a day-by-day -day basis. Immerse yourself in the mechanics of achieving that goal to such a degree that there's no room left over for the worrying about whether you're going to achieve that goal or not. So in a sense, the journey becomes the destination. It's the achieving of that goal that becomes the joy. And that's what I found in my journey in the snow. I actually began to enjoy this process of moving step by step. Whereas before, when I was focused on the goal, I literally was in a state of panic. So see if you can draw any lessons from that into your life. I hope you've enjoyed this little flow nugget and uh, this little story about my adventure in the snow. Cool, guys. Take care. Make sure you subscribe uh, to the podcast and to the YouTube channel. Cool, guys. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Flow State Performance Podcast. Check us out at www.flowstateperformance.com for more inspiration to unleash your potential.